for clothes that twist and long. Bold 3 Detergent Plus. I need the remote. Where's the remote? What's on? It's okay to indulge in a good TV series binge from time to time, as long as you do so mindfully. Welcome to the Mindful Binge. It's like a book club, just for TV people. Join Elise Bryson and Lane Kennedy, two sober West Coast besties who have never met in real life, as they recap TV shows and movies they love to binge mindfully. This dynamic duo digs into shows and movies that feature addiction, mental illness, and recovery as a part of the leading storylines. Now Now let's let's get get into into this this week's week's episode. Welcome back. This is the Mindful Binge. That's what we do. Binge mindfully. My name is Lane Kennedy. And just like that, we're here again. My name is Elise Bryson. So this is episode four. And if you're new here, we talk about TV shows. This is like a book club, but it's just for TV or movies. Uh, We're kind of nerds and we love talking about shows. So this is episode four of And Just Like That. Elise! And I I just want to add in, we don't just talk about any shows. We focus in on, well, first of all, shows that we want to watch. There's that. But we are specifically looking for shows that have an underlying storyline or a leading storyline, whatever that may be, of addiction and mental illness, which which this series has. So yeah. that's good. So let's open up. Where are we when we when we open up? Episode, episode four. four is uh, entitled "Some of My Best Friends," and Lane, you know this, but this is the only episode thus far in this season that I have cried at. I did not cry when Big died. I did not cry at Big's funeral, but I did cry at the end of episode four, some of my best friends, which we'll get to. Yeah, I cried when Big died. (laughs) I guess I just don't have a heart. I don't know. Okay, so let's get into episode four. We open up uh, in Carrie's old apartment. Which I think we thought, I think, I think we forgot to talk about that. And we talked about episode three, she had gone back to the apart, her apartment with big and she just doesn't want to be there. She's, she needs to move on. It's, she can't handle all the memories. She needs to be in a different space. So she walks home to her own, her own apartment that we've all known and loved from that. She's had this whole time. So this is where I'm like, okay, for 10 years, like if we do the time, it's like been over 10 years, right? Lily, it's maybe 12 years. Uh, that she has had this apartment in New York. And that's typical for, I think, New Yorkers, right? To hold on to a space and just have it empty, right? Like her stuff is still in boxes. Do you still have stuff there? She uses it for writing. Like I think in episode one, uh, Stanford even like, you know, goes and asks if he can go and crash there. So it gets used. It's not an unused space. Um, But yeah, she goes home. So this is how we start episode four. There's, There's mold. She she wakes up in her in her original. We'll call it her original apartment. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. She gets the coffee pot. It you know she messes up the coffee. She has to go to her old cafe and get the coffee. And sees like, sees her old you know the guy she would get the coffee from. A lot of nostalgia happening. So it's like taking her back to her single days, right? I love it. Yeah. 
Our next scene is Charlotte ordering uh, two cappuccinos or two lattes. And then we see LTW ordering two cappuccinos and croissants and whatever, you know, like two of them ordering because they're now becoming best friends. Right. So they run into each other at school where they're dropping off their kids or they were meeting or something. And they were like, ah, ha, ha, I brought you coffee. Ah, ha, ha, I brought you coffee. Yes. Because it's this new budding friendship where you just, you know, it's the honeymoon phase where you're just trying to like make each other happy. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. And I appreciate how um, LTW was like, oh, Charlotte never drops the ball. She's super organized. And then Charlotte will say something about uh, Lisa that I, I just like their kind of banter between the two of them. They have some common ground. I, I appreciate what's happening between the two of them, I guess. Yes, yes. Plus, LTWs, she cannot wear a bad outfit or a bad accessory so far in this season. She's just gorgeous. She's just, yeah. This episode highlights her fashion. It's incredible. Uh, We do know that she wants to have a little dinner get together. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what they're talking about having this like casual dinner thing. But Charlotte can't do casual. There's nothing casual about Charlotte, right? So, so they make these plans and then Charlotte goes into freaking overdrive to like, you know, cancel. really cancels Harry's colonoscopy yep. is like, you know, probably going to order catering, like just like all these things, which is like not casual because mm-hmm. she's, she really wants to impress her. She likes her a lot. She wants to grow a friendship with her and she wants to impress her. And I think we can all relate to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our next scene is at Miranda's and they're talking about smoking pot. Do you remember that? I do not. Yeah. She's like, what? She's asking. Uh, oh, in the morning with Brady yes. and the girlfriend, because she's kind of like, she's not hung. Well, she does look a little hungover, but she, that, yeah. The girlfriend's like, woo, what, what'd you get up to last night? That's right. Right. Cause she doesn't and smell Miranda right. is cranky AF. Yeah. Very she, much so. You know, maybe hungover, maybe not, but she's, uh, yeah. Highlighting. Not having your best morning. We also go into Carrie's closet and just see the beauty, right? Just, oh, it's so good. It is so good. But like that closet cannot realistically hold everything that we know is in there. It's like, no, "Mm." no. Yeah. But it's great. I do like Carrie's, um, uh, the underskirt that she wears as just a skirt. The, um, I can't Yeah, that was fun. It was like a tool type thing. Yes. I'm blanking on it. Yep. I like that a lot. Again, seeing the undergarments, you know, I'm cool with that. What's next here? Uh, we can fast forward and cruise into Carrie's emotions. And Carrie doesn't look great in, in this episode, I don't think. She's Did you still, know? You know, she's having, you know, as one wouldn't after they're going through all this emotional, um, she's going through a lot. So that doesn't necessarily surprise me. We also uh, have them at a lunch and Charlotte breaks out the hungry, angry, lonely, tired. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Miranda's trying to order more, like, let's get a bottle. Oh, right. Of course. Well, of course she is. It's like more, more, more. No. Isn't it Charlotte like, it's noon. We don't need to be drinking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Charlotte's it. now like lasering in on Miranda's drinking. And this is where Miranda's hair goes sideways. Oh yeah, you really hate her hair here. Okay, 
episode four is the markation of they messed up her hair. It doesn't it's, look good. It It's fried and it's like a wig. I don't even know what's happened, but the color is not right. And I'm just going to pause here and I'm, it's, it's frustrating because at this level of a show, they should have the best hair and hair and makeup on set. Right. And if you're, if you're one of these actors or actresses at this level, you don't have time for mistakes like this. And I can honestly say this because I've been in the industry working at this level and you have is not okay. Like what they've, what they're doing with her, I'm just like, please, you guys get it together. <laughs> okay, enough said. <laughs> Yo, you love her hair. You love to talk about hating her hair. Oh, it just drives me crazy. So good. Okay, sorry. But now we get into Seema, your favorite. I love Seema. I am here for Seema all day long. Um, so yes, Seema is going to be Carrie's real estate broker. Uh, so and, and a new friend as we start to see this friendship is unfold. Well, it's a business relationship that was going to turn into a friendship, which is something that I can identify with. A lot of my friendships have started that way. Um, so yes. So they start assessing situations. And this is where Carrie. I can't hear you. If you're talking. What was that? Is this where? Yes. This and they get, smokes, this is when right? Carrie smokes. And as a former smoker, I think I even took a picture and posted this on Instagram. Like I have never wanted a cigarette so badly as I did at this moment. I wanted it so badly. I want, I, uh, and, and smoking in a car, it just felt like such a luxury. I cannot remember the last time I smoked a cigarette in a car. And I, no. I'm thinking about it again now. Yeah. I, I smoking. Mm-mm, nope. It's been like 20 years, at least, maybe longer. I can't even remember. But the whole reason she asked Seema if she wanted, if she smoked, is because she got into Seema's car. Seema, of course, has a driver. And clearly she can smell it. So let's just talk about the reasons why we don't smoke. Because it's smelly. It's stinky. Smelly. And and bad for you. So everything smells. Yeah. So, but I still, I still very much wanted to smoke in that moment. Uh, our next scene is back at the podcast at the um, at the studio with our new producer who's freaking out. Yeah. Yes. I know yes. you have a little thing about her, so go for it. Um, with the with the gal in the wheelchair. Yes. Yes, I love her. I would hire her. Yes. I her. She hey, is why? just like because she is not going to hold back. She is not intimidated. Right. Um, by these bigger personalities, these bosses that are around her. She is telling it how she sees it. She is direct. She is passionate in her vision. And she has something to say. And I'm I'm here for that all day. Chloe. That's her name. Chloe. God, Chloe. love Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, she's a spitfire. Like, get out of her way because she will literally roll over you. Like, yes. Move. Yes. She's I love that. I love that. Uh. Yeah, I think, you know, again, they're just in that podcast. They're producing it. They need to meet their numbers. You know, podcasting is not the easiest thing to do. And you get lost in a ocean 
of podcasts. So if you're not doing all the things that Chloe was just like reprimanding them for, then they're going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. So if you like this show, share it with a friend. Yes, please. You can also find us at themindfulbench.com where we archive all the shows that we're watching. So our next episode is uh, Charlotte in bed talking about dinner. Oh, with Harry about getting ready for the dinner. Yeah. Right. Like the couples in their lives. Like, do we know any black couples? Right. She's like, she's like, she, it occurs to her that everybody that's coming over to this air quotes, casual dinner party is white. And all of a sudden she's really concerned about it. So she goes like a lunatic racing around her building to, Mm -hmm. to, you know, the only people of color that she knows that live there, forcing herself on her poor neighbor who is just like, get the F out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That was a funny moment. Yeah. But I love that Charlotte's character is, she's trying She's trying so hard. She's trying so hard. Yeah, to check the boxes and make, yeah. you know, her friend, her new friend that she really wants to be her friend, feel comfortable, comfortable and welcomed yeah. and warm. Yeah. And then when 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 LTW calls and cancels because something else, oh, I didn't know my husband booked us for this other thing. I love how Charlotte's like, oh, that's fine. No right. big deal. It was just casual anyway. Like, <laughs> you just spent half your week worried about this, but right. okay. Okay, Charlotte. So funny. But then that when LTW invites Charlotte over in exchange to a dinner party that they're having. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Our next scene is Miranda and her professor at the restaurant. Right. And they are wait. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get in. And the professor is very annoyed because the guy can't find her reservation and she knows she's made one and she's super annoyed and trying to get in and like making comments like that person that came in behind us has already eaten and left, which like I would have been long gone before then. I would not have waited around that long. That's right. not very realistic. Yeah. I appreciate uh, this moment that they captured between the two of them. It starts to show that their relationship is building and yeah. we actually see them sitting. They do get a, a table mm-hmm. and the professor opens up to Miranda. Miranda about her fertility issues yeah. and and the fact that she's not only had them but she's not even sure if she she's not even sure if she wants to be a mom if she's cut out for being a mom she's it's realizing being. it's really hard to be a mom I definitely wouldn't I wouldn't do it again I'm glad I did it <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't do it again <laughs> would not do it again but there's something about Miranda in this uh scene where we see her hesitancy or this uh, like she has a reflection moment I think is very important of uh, yeah that's hard it's hard to be a mom it's hard to grow old with a partner it's hard to show up it's hard so we see her still having this internal conflict I feel yeah because she's she she feels like she's lost who she is and a big part of herself then what happens after that do we get to the dinner party uh after that we are arriving at let me see well we're back with Seema and Carrie having lunch looking at the uh profiles for dating 
and we find out. Oh, yes. You know, this hopeless romantic who, well, I think she's hopeless romantic, but she doesn't find any. She's never really had that love. Yeah, she's never been married. She's never had the love of her life, which as someone, as a 46-year-old woman who has never been married, I can identify with Seema. Like, it just, it hasn't happened for me. Doesn't mean there haven't been been relationships, and I'm sure Seema has had them too, but she hasn't found the one to like go into that kind of deeper committed relationship with. And Carrie's like, well, good for you for, for continuing to try after all these years. Like, yeah, I wanted a bitch. Who said like that? that? I wanted a bitch. Somebody who doesn't understand what it's like to be alone that whole time. That's exactly like how I feel when someone's like, well, why are you still single? You have so much to offer. Like, do you think I have an answer for that? It just hasn't happened yet. Like, what do you want to hear from me? I'm a bitch. I like, I have a third nipple. Like what, what, what? How am I supposed to answer that? Oh my God. That's true. Like, how do you come back to that? <laughs> I don't know. But, but, but Carrie does not, does not realize that she said anything offensive at all. Like it's not even occurred to her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our next scene is uh, uh, Charlotte and her husband in the elevator going to the Lisa, dinner party. Yeah. LTW's mm-hmm. house. Yep. Which I, this scene I'm all in on this. This is reality right here. Reality check. It's a good scene. So they open the door and they walk in and they realize, aha, they're the only white couple at this party, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the tides have turned um, and they're being introduced to everyone and taking it all in. And there's the mother-in-law is there who we know just can't, can't be pleased with anything, right? Yeah, she's... I, I think there's, yeah, definitely tension between... Uh, Lisa and the mother-in-law. Maybe she's not meeting her expectations. We already know that from the first episode where uh, she's the professional pianist and she wants to be in the front row and Lisa's trying to do the best that she can, (laughs) right? Right. But it's just, it doesn't meet, it never meets her expectations. And this, I think, shows Charlotte, the, the beauty of Charlotte's character, of and the depth, right? Oh, so great. Especially when she jumps in and she starts speaking about all of the beautiful art collection yes. pieces that they have. And of course, because we know Charlotte's background was that she used to run a gallery. Um, she goes into this level of depth of each and knowledge of each artist and the history behind it, which I think is incredible. And, and you can see the mother-in-law is like, whoa, drop the mic, right? Yeah. And she's like backing it up. Like, this is a really good investment of your money. This is an investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciated that. And I just appreciate the, the look between Charlotte and, and LTW, just the sweetness. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, she had her back. Yeah. I but I, it, yeah. And it also just shows there's so much, there's Charlotte has layers. There's depth, there's depth to Charlotte. Yeah. 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 Our next scene is Carrie in the closet, re- taking big out of her purse. Oh, in the yeah. box. This is the a box. Moment. Yeah, where she, where I she puts get them up. This, this moment. <laughs> Why? Because she puts them in the closet. Well, she puts it up on the closet. Like I'm just going to put you up there, big. That's you're just going to go up in the closet, and I'm just going to shove you back. She I don't know. Says I just, until I can find a place to put you. She no. says that. No, she does. No, 
It what? just doesn't feel right. I don't know. Where else are you going to put a box of ashes, Lane? Okay. So my, uh, my dog, Jackson, who I had for 15 years uh, in, in recovery, passed away a couple, three years ago. And I was freaking devastated. And he, I took, I brought him home. I put him on my desk right in front of me. I talked to him, but he was like with me. This is my dog. It's not a person. I can't even imagine if my husband passed away. I'd be like, dude, you got to be like right here in the kitchen with me. I can't put you up in a closet. This is this theme that they're carrying through, but carries, there's a coldness to it, which doesn't match. This is from my, from the beginning. What I've said is that there's this inconsistency of this big love that they've had. And then she's putting him in the closet up on the shelf. Come on. No, not buying it. See, okay. This is where we again have to uh, agree to disagree because big is not in the motherfucking box, right? His spirit, everything has moved on. That is just a pile of ashes. He is not there. So I don't have any problem with her putting, you know what she puts in the closet? All of her most valuable things, her dresses, her shoes, the things that mean the most to her, she puts in the motherfucking closet lane. So I think she put him exactly where he needs to be. Oh, no. I'm still like, no. <laughs> no. Okay, that's fine. That, but that's where, that's, that's our scene. And then we find uh, the note from Stanford that he has decided to go to Tokyo with his uh, TikTok whatever <laughs> i don't even know what she is superstar yeah. yeah well you know they had to work in tiktok somehow to make sure that they were relevant so right. this was the way they did that and they had to they had to have stanford exit the show because as we know and um, we mentioned before he passed away in september of 2021 so um so yes so stanford is now out of the picture and and then we go back to uh carrie and sima right Not yet. Not yet. Before that, we are at the cafe with Charlotte and LTW. And and they're recapping the, the dinner party. Right. Which I get, I love this because this episode is called Some of My Best Friends. So we're seeing these new relationships blossom. Yep. Right. So we're capturing these moments between them. Sweetness. It's just very sweet where they laugh about, you know, um, Harry's armpits like stain, like the sweat right. was so nervous. Right. But it was just very, very sweet. I appreciated that scene. And then- well, and, you, and you're right, because we've got, Carrie's got a relate is building a relationship with Seema. Yep. Charlotte's building a relationship with LTW. Miranda's building a relationship with her professor- <laughs> and with and with Shay, and with Shay. Um, so yes, we're seeing the reality of the um, of the of the circle of friendships that are being uh, old and new being mixed together. So why don't you close us up with your thoughts around the closing scene and what happened for you? I don't remember the details of the closing scene now, but I remember how it made me feel. And so the closing scene is Seema and Charlotte, right? Um, and uh, I'm oh, no, sorry, Seema and breaks Carrie the, breaks and the, they, the, the 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 picture, the photograph, the 
Seema broke the picture by accident. And yes, she had made this, she had she had made this deal like Carrie that she needed to restage Carrie's and Big's apartment because and get out all of the weird eclectic stuff hat that Carrie has because that's not going to help it sell. It needs to sell with like being a staged setting. And and Seema assured her nothing would get broken. And then this special frame picture of Carrie and Big from way back in the beginning, the glass gets broken on it. And that is the glass that brought that breaks Carrie's camel back, right? She is just like, cannot. And she's just, and she just lashes out at Seema for breaking this glass in a frame, which is really not that big of a deal. But she is just broken in this moment. And Seema hears her, but this is where, and, and then they get into, and then she pushes back with, how do you think I felt when we were at the coffee shop talking about dating and you put it out there like that I'm still after all these years. So they're recognizing that they've, they're, they, they're to the point in their friendship where they've hurt each other, which as we know happens, right? Um, but it's, it's how they choose to move forward out of that that I think made me cry um, because that's real friendship, right? Is it's not just all the fun and the giggles and talking about, you know, whatever is trending on Facebook. It's about talking through the hard stuff when you disagree or when you, you know, unintentionally hurt somebody, your friend's feeling, and then how you work through that. As someone who used to not be able to work through that and would just like, okay, I'll go get a different friend now because I don't want to deal with this. I did that all the time. Um, and I try really hard not to do that now because confrontation is really hard for me. But I just thought this was this. I cried. Yeah, I cried at this episode. I might have also been hormonal. I don't know. But I cried. I did not cry. But I thought it was it was great. It was it yeah. was this was a great moment. Uh, I didn't cry, but I understood it. Yeah. Uh, I understand that they are building relationship and conversation, confrontation, that's being an adult. That is, and just being real with each other. Yeah. You know, and it being okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just like that, that was episode four. Episode four. So check back for our next episode. Be sure to follow us and share us with a friend. And if you want to check out shows that we have reviewed, you can find us over at themindfulbinge.com. Have a great moment. Mindfully binge. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for hanging out with Elise and myself and being a part of the Mindful Binge. If there is something that you would like us to talk about or shout about, please send us an email. Check out themindfulbinge.com or the Sober Curator and look at the merch that we have. It's some cool stuff. Thanks for sharing the show and giving us a five-star review over on iTunes. We love you forever. We'll see you in the next episode.